this. Good morning, team. Thank you so much for jumping on the call today. I appreciate it more than you know. Um, today, on episode 153, um, I've titled it Automate Now, Prosper Later. And I'm going to get into a deep uh, discussion on automation, how you can automate different parts of your life in order to, you know, to really, you know, pick up hours in different areas. But before I do that, I want to remind you of my professional purpose, and that is to help you, the broker, optimize your productivity and help you become the best version of yourself. Why? Because I 100% feel that happy brokers sell more real estate. Happy brokers sell more real estate. Um, and I do that by helping you handle challenges and opportunities that you face every single day. And if you can effectively manage certain situations that arise on a daily basis in your business, you'll live a more productive life and have a business that really performs at a high level for you. Um, I just want you to be the best version of yourself and everything I bring to you in these, in these calls are going to be trued up to that one, that one topic. Okay. So on this episode, I want to teach you how to use simple, easy to access, uh, and cost-effective tools to build an automated, highly functioning and efficient life and business. Many times you waste opportunities um, or create unnecessary issues simply because you forget or a follow-up slips your mind or you get distracted and miss, you know, business development opportunities. Uh, you know, it's just because we are semi-unorganized in different parts of our life. And I've, for, I've heard that as a theme over the last week. And this is why I'm writing this call is that, you know, um, you know, people have opportunities that they've missed just because they have not taken proper notes or scheduled in follow-ups, et cetera. But anyway, um, what we want to do is that um, we want to get into the fact that a characteristic of elite level producer is that they understand their weaknesses and are good at dele delegating tasks uh, below their profit per hour and automate automate anything that can be automated. All right. So we're going to talk about automation this week. Next week, we're going to talk about delegation. Okay. But with automation today, I will paint a picture of what is possible if the time, focus, and effort is put towards four distinct areas of your life and business. And those four areas are transaction management and business processes, okay, relationship and database management, personal finance, and household logistics, okay? Now, as you contemplate your quarterly initiatives within the 12-week year process, most of the ideas I present today would be considered high-impact, easy-to-execute, and low-cost opportunities that you could focus on in some of these upcoming quarters. If implemented, you will enjoy the fruits of your labor for months and years to come. And that's the sign of a good project when you get a compounding effect to your efforts, okay? 
We're always looking for that, a compounding effect to your efforts, okay? So let's first talk about transaction management. Um, and, you know, I could spend hours and hours and hours on this one topic. But what I want to outlay for you today is that um, is that we have to get the business from between your ears and documented somewhere. Many of you, like I said, have your business between your ears and you act off of experience. And I appreciate that and it's commendable, but it opens you up for mistakes and wasted time. You miss that one thing that you need to do for your client and it becomes an issue later in the transaction. And when it becomes an issue, then you got to play cleanup, which wastes a ton of time. Take the time to get your, your start to finish processes out of your head and into checklists. At a minimum, at a minimum, use um, an Excel spreadsheet or a Google sheet to start. But get it out of your head. Simply design the sheet with the, with the tasks or the steps down that first column, okay? Down that first column and add columns for those on your team who own that task, okay? And next week, we're going to get into the uh, a delegation. And there's uh, the traditional real estate assistant approach. There's the assisting agent approach. There's also virtual assistants and things like that that you can bring into your business that will help you uh, delegate, okay? If you don't have this to delegate, you can, like I said, we're going to talk about this next week, but you can hire virtual assistants, transaction coordinator, coordinators to maximize your time. Um, the sheets that I'm talking about here, the Google Sheets and the Excel spreadsheets, if you start there, um, can be later used to program more, um, you know, higher, a higher level of a system, either using systems like Trello or Monday.com. Highly functioning businesses, Highly functioning businesses use checklists to track the prospect, uh, pro, you know, the, um, the, the progress of all aspects of your business in order, like I said, to minimize mistakes, dropped balls, and improve the quality and value of the service that you provide your client. Okay. The, the formula for compensation is the value, the level of value that you provide times the number of clients that you provide it to equals your compensation. So if we want to improve the value of service that we provide, we have to run a professional business. And that means get it out of your head and on a piece of paper or into a system like Trello or Monday.com. But at a minimum, get it on a Google Sheet or an Excel spreadsheet. Now, let's talk about relationship and database management. How many times have you driven down the street and noticed another broker sign in your yard of a past client? Or heard through the grapevine that someone you know used another broker on a purchase where buying signals were presented to you consistently? 
Nine out of 10 times that lost opportunity was due to the lack of follow-up or follow-through. No one is that good that they remember everything needed to effectively and authentically follow up without a system in place. You want to build a business from the ground up the right way, significantly increase your or significantly increase your business or make it more predictable. Start here. Okay. A database like Close, Follow-Up Boss, Relatable, or Realvolve is preferable for a sustained, highly functioning business. But you can also simply use your Microsoft 365 tools or Google Suite as well. Some database programs take a huge commitment that many agents find them cumbersome and hard to use. Okay, less than 20% of agents and teams actually actually use a database. Okay, an actual physical program. All right. Again, I highly recommend making that commitment, but I've also seen a hundred million plus businesses run efficiently, effectively, and product productively off of a Google suite or Microsoft 365 platforms. All right. Um, the best database, the best database is the one you are going to use. Okay. The best database is the one you are going to use. Anything else is just noise. But you've got to get your business automated, out of your head, and automated in some way. Now, I'm going to go into a massively effective tip that I discovered during the summer of 2020. And, um, and that is to use your task or reminder function in Outlook or your Google Suite. After a meditation, like I said, in early May of 2020, uh, I just happened to open up a task in Outlook and noticed that it had a recurrence function. Now, I was familiar with the recurrence function on the calendar aspect, but not the task functionality. Outlook calls this, this functionality a task. Google calls it a reminder. Now, I had never dug that far into the task function and realized that it, it could make for an interesting addition to my productivity strategy. So I started to play around with several tasks that I do every day, every week, quarterly or annually. And most of these tasks I had previously completed inconsistently off of memory. Okay. As my curiosity moved to excitement, I dove a little bit deeper and I spent the next three months of that summer fall asking myself the following questions throughout the day, knowing that this was a big fine and that it could impact my productivity in a big way. So here's the two questions I would ask myself as it related to this. Number one, is this something, is this task, something I need to follow up with more than once? If it wasn't, it would just go on my, you know, my, my, task management system for the day, I'd knock it out, be done, forget about it. Or maybe it stayed in my email, okay? It stayed in my email once, e once it was completed or I responded to that message, I would just delete the email. I was 
I use my email that way very much as a as a uh, as a to do list. Okay. If it was something that I did more than once, if I was going to have to do this approach again and again and again, then what I would do is I would set it up as a recurring task in my Outlook tasks, color code it. Set, like I said, set the recurrence and save it. Second question I'd ask myself, does this recurring task require a specific a specific day or time. If it doesn't, if it doesn't have a, an actual time on my calendar, it stays as a task. If it needs to stay as a specific date and time on my calendar, then I leave it on my calendar as a recurrence. Here's why. If you set up all your tasks as recurrences on a calendar, once that day is gone, once that day is gone, that task stays on that day. If you use a task in your task or your reminders, guess what? You didn't do it on the day you said you were going to do. It stays on the list until you complete it. That's why this task function is so powerful. It was that simple. In 90 days, I set up hundreds of reoccurring tasks and appointments. I got 275 reoccurrences in my Outlook right now, created primarily to manage relationships and household logistics. Each recurrence took less than two minutes. And honestly, team, probably took 30 seconds each. It's become a no-brainer. And I'm going to tell you how later how it's impacted me. Now, if you don't want to use Outlook or you want, you know, you want a separate app or you don't want to use reminders, you can use. Uh, there's two apps out there that I've heard that people really like and one of them is called Todoist and the other one is called Notion. These are solid apps that if used appropriately can create a really nice system for you based on what I just discussed. Okay? Let's get into personal finance. There may be no better place to start your automation journey than in the area of personal finance. And let me quickly take you through the steps that can be that I've taken um, once my income hits my account. Okay. Obviously, I have auto deposit set up. Okay. Now you're going to be getting it from your real estate brokerage. The auto deposit. Now, I'm sure 99% of you use it. But do you know that in most cases, not every case, but in most cases, you can set up an auto deposit to go to multiple accounts? I would suggest that immediately have 30% of your income, you know, talk to your, to your, to your accountant. It might be less or more than that should go to immediately to a separate account for taxes, either at a different institution where you bank regularly or in a, in an account at that bank. That's very difficult to access, right? Access. Okay. You don't want to be able to get to it. Okay. You want to immediately pay out those, quarterly estimates. The remainder should be pushed, you know, obviously to your business account or personal account, depending on how you're set up. But I would talk also talk to your uh, uh, accountant about the importance of S-Corps and LLCs. Okay. Not going to get into that today. You can create rules within your accounts at your bank 
to push money to your financial freedom account, I don't use the word emergency fund, okay? Because I think words matter. I don't want to plan for emergency. I want to plan for financial freedom. You can have them pushed to those accounts once a certain balance hits your operating accounts, okay? Or simply schedule one day per month to move that money and allocate appropriately, all right? It doesn't take that long. It takes a few minutes. Once a quarter, create a reminder in your task to discuss your current situation with your financial advisor and reallocate as necessary. I highly recommend through automation, paying yourself first and funding your investment and retirement, retirement accounts automatically each month. Just have it go directly to your brokerage account, have all that set up, okay? And um, like I mentioned in a previous call here a couple of weeks ago, I highly recommend using a financial software with your banking institution to set up auto bill pay. I'll give you a little secret that I do with some variable bills like utilities. Um, I pay them once a year in January and I pay what I feel is going to it's going to cost me for the year. So I don't ever have to even do auto pay on those. OK, they're just paid in advance. Now, that's a little over the top. I realize that, but how my mind works, I don't even want to think about it um, because those are the ones, if not paid, if you miss, some of them don't have auto pay setups, um, especially at my place over in Michigan. So we, I just pay them in advance. So they're sitting there paid. Okay. Mortgages, car payments that are fixed, that are fixed, meaning that's the same amount every month. Those should be paid through auto pay. The variable ones. Take a little bit more effort all right i put everything else on three credit cards a business credit card an amex and a visa not every place including costco does not take american express so i have three credit cards and i schedule a little bit of time each month to review the spending on each one of those cards towards my budget and i make those payments spent cost me about an hour a month but time incredibly well spent all of my variable spending, like I said, are on those cards. Variable means things, you know, change from month to month. Fixed means it's the same amount every month. And I feel the need to review that. So I learned all of this through a book written by Ramit Sethi called I Will Teach You to Be Rich. Um, I Will Teach You to Be Rich. The importance of having the right credit cards, the right system set up for your, you know, automating your finances is incredibly important. That is such a worthwhile book to pick up and read. I Will Teach You to Be Rich by Ramit Sethi. Okay, household logistics. There are so many things in your home that require regular upkeep. If you have a family, you know the complexities of different schedules, drop-offs, pickups up, pick for extracurricular activities, kids' activities and school events. Amy and I have learned to communicate through our calendars when we use Outlook. And I, I semi-joke that if I had a soccer pickup that was not in my calendar, Allie or Lizzie would not get picked up. That's how intense we were with using that calendar. Neither here nor there, if you were a super busy person, you must, must master the use of your calendar for those specific day and time Um events that happen every week or every day, whatever it might be. For all of those items that require repeat action, use the same process 
using that task reminder section of Google or Microsoft, you know, that Todoist or Notion can also be used if, if it's a better option for you. And I use a recurring reminder for other logistical issues within the house. And I'll give you some examples. Changing the air filters and water filters. You know, air filters on your furnace, water filters on your refrigerator. I just have it set up on 90-day and, six, you know, six-month increments. It comes up, make the change, boom, done. I don't ever forget. Yes, I have my haircut scheduled in every 17 days. I schedule in calls to my siblings and family member and my parents just as a reminder not to let it go more than a couple days. Irrigation shutoff in the fall. Has anybody here ever had, ever forgotten to shut off their irrigation and they get to the next year and the pipes are, had been frozen underneath the ground and everything has to get pulled up and replaced because you forgot to, to shut it off and blow it out? Or if you're here in Chicago and you, that, you live on that top floor and somebody has a roof deck and they, they, they leave on vacation and normally it's over the holidays and the water main bus off the roof deck and floods the entire building because everybody's gone. Can't tell you how many times I've heard that happening. So imagine just being remi just reminding yourself how much time you can save if you do these simple things that require a reminder. Dry cleaning, pick up and drop off, workouts. I remind myself I need to get 10,000 steps in a certain amount of days per week. Yes. Now, I, you may be saying to yourself, or, you know, I might be getting an eye roll here or kind of that collective, like, Jim, this is overkill. But I'm telling you right now, team, this is my secret to staying sane. I get the question all the time, Jim, I don't know how you keep everything straight. How do you do it? Well, today's call, I, I'm explaining how I am able to manage $5 billion in sales between my brokerage, right, and my coaching business, and then also manage the logistics of the Miller Adam household. Um, my wife and I share uh, responsibilities because she's got a big job. And I got to tell you, sometimes that household logistics is more difficult than running the businesses. But because of these automation efforts, I have picked up an hour of sleep every night. I picked up an hour of sleep every night. Yes, I used to have to get up at 4 a.m. to manage everything. Now, I've pushed it back to 5 a.m. because my days are that much easier to plan. Let me explain some of the math here before I wrap up. Transaction management. If you put 20 hours of work into building your systems and processes, they will save you two to three hours per transaction easily, if not more. Not to mention the missed opportunities and mix-ups. Okay? What if you, you know, how many hours do you spend cleaning up things you forget to do? But after eight to 10 transactions, you paid yourself back in time. Okay. I would even go on to suggest that you should not hire a team member until these processes are completed. 
because um, what would you train them to to start? Okay. Now, many, many people hire that person and they put that the process processes together, and I understand that concept too. But get get it out of your head, get your business out of your head, and in a system or process. Relationship or database management. Ten minutes per client times fifty clients. Let's say in your top one hundred. Right. I'm just keeping it rounding down to a kind of an even number. Build out a you know personal business plan for each one of those clients with a reoccurring task and things like that. It's eight hours of work to set it up. All right. Just for those clients that already know you, like you, and trust you as a real estate broker. It is my belief that your income will increase twenty to thirty percent over the next twelve to eighteen months by eliminating just the missed opportunities and improved follow-up and follow-through. Because you take the time to automate those, that, those communications with those clients. You write it down, have a notes app or something on your phone, or have a, you know, a, a, a list in your, in your car and write, take a, you know, your journal, write it down, and then program it in later. Personal finance, 10 hours initially saves you two to three hours a month. This does not include the vast opportunity you may be getting by just better managing your finances and protecting yourself against accidental missed payments, okay? Because you didn't, you weren't keeping a close enough eye or having improved saving strategies and having a better handle on your tax payments, et cetera, okay? Personal logistics. Two hours is all of setting up reoccurring tasks and reminders one time can save you massive amounts of time and, and stress. We talked about that irrigation system as an example of what happens if you forget to do one thing. How much time would that take to replace and fix and, you know, and get back to normal? Massive amounts of stress and time. Okay. Now, Becoming an ELP, an elite level producer, is about graduating to running a business, not just having a job or a hobby. Many times it's not always about delivering more success, but eliminating the massive mistakes that makes you an ELP. Okay. Why is it that one broker makes a million a year, works a reasonable amount of hours each week, and another broker makes 150000 a year and is always stressed out, gets sick a lot. The broker making a million builds a business that creates time to do the things on their job description that matter, which is making the phone ring and negotiating deals. Okay, Time is our only commodity that is not renewable. And it's why I hoped to have made a strong case for you today to invest the time into organizing and automating your life and business. You want to get to the point where you are worrying less, confused less, thinking less. Imagine waking up to an automated life and business where you don't have to think, but just do. Automate now, prosper later. All of your efforts, if automated, will compound for months and years to come. And this automation concept would be a terrific project for your next 12-week year quarterly initiative that will start on July 1.
We're spreading them out over multiple quarters if needed. Like I said, that initial time up front for me, which probably took about six months, is saving me five to 600 hours a year. Most of that by picking up that extra hour of sleep, which has improved my productivity in other areas. So I'll ask you a question. Would you celebrate if in a year from a year from today, you got your life automated to the point where you're saving 300, 400, 500 hours a year? My guess is that you are saying to yourself right now, hell yes. That's a sign of a good project to work on. Okay, an elite level producer is always focused on improving their efficiencies and working only on what matters in their business. And that is making the phone ring and negotiating transactions. Now team, my, my weekly email will be out tomorrow with this recording with links on different areas that you can go hyperlink into different videos, et cetera. Um, my notes are going to be there obviously. And, uh, and, it's going to be there to really continue to help educate you on this topic other other than what I am just talking about today. Okay. Uh, if you're not getting my email, you can email me at askjamiller at gmail.com and my team will add you. So have an amazing week. Thanks for sticking with me today. I know this call was a little bit longer, but I do very, very, very much appreciate you jumping on. Have a great week. Talk to you next week. Bye.